Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that hasn't forgotten about Don's little high school friends, even if the show has. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. really had no like real memory of those kids coming back and I wasn't sure you know I thought maybe they'd be kind of small characters again yeah incorrect we're never seeing those fucking kids again <laughs> so wait 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 unnamed latin extra yeah is you'll forever never know unnamed name. well he he got a name you missed it <laughs> <laughs> We're pouring one out for them. What? What is this season doing? Like, they were Nancy before there was Nancy, you know? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. I was just so unprepared for them to never come back. (laughs) I know. Because it's so clear what they are setting up at the end of that episode. It's like, hey... Here are the kids that Dawn is hanging out with now. P. Wood's like, wow, look at that trio go. They sure are friends together. (laughs) (laughs) Incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) It's because I was like, okay, maybe, you know, they just decided for this episode not to show these kids. But (laughs) it makes a lot of sense that they're not coming back, given that we didn't see them this episode. But that's insane. (laughs) What? What are they doing? (laughs) Like, this was the episode where I really thought to myself, are they coming back? I should maybe look this up. Yeah, no, never again <laughs> to be seen. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Insanity. That's bonkers. Okay. What is this season doing? I don't mind it. I don't <laughs> mind it. But again, this episode is like, well, wacky shit's happening in the Hellmouth. We didn't bother to solve any of it. It's just more stuff that's happening. And you're like, what are you guys doing? You don't know who's doing any of this shit. This is such a non-episode. Oh boy. (laughs) Like, and I was not hyped about it. And I had a much worse time than I anticipated having. I had a much better time than I anticipated having. (laughs) Wow. My bar was very low, right? This is very true. It's the comedy of it that, that brings me through. There's a lot of this episode that I could do without entirely, but there are several scenes. There's a, a like montage. They do split screen for the first time ever in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I really enjoy that split screen. I think there's a bunch of wacky stuff happening there that landed for me pretty well, comedy-wise. My problem was that the last, let's call it 10 minutes of the episode that were actually fun, I thought a lot more of the episode was going to be that. And (laughs) so then my bar, I guess, was just too high because, Mm -hmm. like, that's what I wanted from the whole episode because I had a fantastic time for those 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The rest of it's garbage. Yeah. It's it's straight nothing happening. (laughs) It's garbage. Like, like nothing goes on. So this is season seven, episode six, him, original air date, November 5th, 2002. Her? Oh, shit. Yes. Oh, so many and drops. But I I bet he's got a great personality, this guy. (laughs) Who, Egg? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, no, no. His Uh, name is RJ, which is the (laughs) dumbest name. Listeners, if any of you are named RJ, I feel for you. But you could use your actual names instead of your initials. Oh, yeah, this this guy so i i'm gonna do this right now just because we're discussing the fact that he's named rj Mm -hmm. so this guy comes in and i mean i've seen this episode before but he seemed more familiar than just that to me oh yeah right and so i'm looking at him and (laughs) growing up my mom watched the young and the restless which is a soap opera okay guess how many episodes of the young and the restless this guy has been on uh 12 892 (laughs) I was off by not a small margin. What? So- 800? <laughs> Man, I thought you were going to like highball it and still be so wrong. That was not what happened. <laughs> you have to understand about soap operas. 800? So he's been on this soap opera since 1999. He's still on it, I think. What? Like it says 1999 to 2018. Holy and like shit. a soap opera airs every day, Monday to Friday. So there are many episodes per year. 
What? <laughs> that is such a different number than any of the numbers I had dismissed as being unreasonable. <laughs> I was going to be like a hundred. Then I was like, that's crazy, David. That's yeah. two thirds of Buffy. <laughs> so when you, I was prepared to like try to make you go higher and like but you were never going to go this high. There's... When you started at 12, I'm just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> right. Shit. So anyhow, on The Young and the Restless, his name is JT. Oh, no. So, <laughs> RJT. Like, he's just like, he has a face that makes you think that his name is just initials. I don't know. <laughs> Are any adults just named initials? I think that's entirely children, right? Like, at this point, he's an adult. <laughs> yeah, but, uh... I guess he started off as JT. Wow. Wow, I did not expect you to go that low. Wow. 800? <laughs> That's a big number. It's almost 900. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Let's so get, who let's do we want to start off with here? Which character do we want to dismiss entirely first? Spike or Anya? Uh, Spike. Okay, sure. he's chronological. Sure. Uh, he's going to be shacking up with Xander again, which was Japes back in season four. Going to do it again. It was real Japes. Wacky fun. Like, it sort of made me feel that Buffy cares slightly about what happens to him, which I guess I like. It made me feel like Buffy doesn't care at all what happens to Xander. Because I was oh, like, this yeah, guy is no. mad pistache. Right? Right? Like, it doesn't matter that he's got the chip. He's gonna do crazy shit. To be fair, he was, like, straight up punching tool time, even though it was hurting him. So, yeah, right? if he wanted to kill Xander, Xander's just fucked. Absolutely. Mad Xander's just... And Xander's yeah. gonna wake up, and Spike is gonna have gone crazy, and he's gonna yeah. bite Xander, and you're like, ah, uh, that it was yeah. that one thing, but, like, Xander totally died. Whoops. But, Wacky I mean, Spike's fun. amazingly lucid again, so sure, so whatever. Lucid. So, this is the thing. And, like, I'm not saying that this 100% takes care of stuff but when he's not in the basement he is less crazy i think it's true yeah because there's no one talking <laughs> to him <laughs> yeah the basement was like a bad place for spike and it's probably will place. continue to be but yeah and we do bad. see that buffy has actually told people about spike's soul yes oh, she's actually true. told them holy fuck Good job, Buster, man. This is a bad episode for Buffy. She comes off very bad this episode. Buffy does? <laughs> I know. I know you didn't even notice. She should I... be fired and possibly jailed. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the word statutory may appear yeah, some places somewhere. in my notes. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <clears throat> we go from here to football practice, where Buffy has the worst sunglasses we've ever seen. I just, I had like a visceral reaction to these sunglasses i Why? hate them with every fiber of my being <laughs> she looks like she's trying to be in the matrix yeah. just with the sunglasses so i've called it matrix chic which i yeah i see it for sure but i just called it absolutely not <laughs> because i mm -mm. they're so dumb i just have screaming notes about the sunglasses that's all I have for this. <laughs> Buffy and Don are talking about Spike. It's all Ugh. dumb stuff. The point of this scene is that RJ is here. He's a very pretty man. And Don is distracted by his prettiness as he's in his letterman's jacket. Ho, ho, ho. We'll see if that makes a reappearance. So both. So when Buffy and Don become enamored with RJ, mm -hmm. spoilers, it's, it's while he's putting the jacket on. Right. Which kind of felt like, okay, maybe this is how whatever spell this is works. Is he has to be putting the jacket on. Because otherwise, like, every woman that he, that sees him in the jacket should have this reaction. And that doesn't seem to be the case. Oh, does he put it on as he's walking away from Anya and Willow? No. And so oh. that disproves my theory. <laughs> okay. So my yeah. theory was, like, rock solid up to that point. Because this is crazy. The fact that all four ladies in this show just go nuts for this guy... No. And it's causing no other wider societal problems. Like, right. No, no, no. This is ridiculous. Anya robs several banks at gunpoint. <laughs> Dawn would have straight up died if her sister wasn't the slayer. Principal yeah. Wood would have gotten shot with a bazooka, Hilarious. which they did not return. <laughs> no, they kept that fucker. You're not going to return it. How are you going to return it? Go back to the army. We borrowed this. Please don't jail us. And Willow would have turned him into a lady, which we have many questions about. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll get there. We'll get to those questions. And sure, but this is a more supernatural group than normal, but the fact that Don was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna die? Like, oh, this is not no. an isolated phenomenon. And this is the thing. This is why you have to watch him put the jacket on was a thing that made a lot of sense to Rock me. Rock solid. Right? And then it just fucking fell apart. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't survive at all, unfortunately. No. So the second character that we can get rid of entirely for this episode is Anya. Yeah. She's she's here. She's been attacked by a demon sent by Dehofren. Buffy happened to be stopping by and saves her life, which I guess is good. I mean, uh, we like I mean, Anya. That is good. Yeah. Well, this sort of is our way to transition into shoving Anya back into the group, into yes. the gang. Yeah. Buffy basically threatens her saying, you need to be in the gang. Uh, otherwise, people are going to die. So, you know, please be here. And like having her around feels natural. It's a bit weird that she was like you know left at the altar then was a demon now she's not but honestly i'd rather just have her around and oh, let sure. her let her like actually get to do stuff not that that happens really this episode but we're talking you know. about sheer madness though oh yeah so this is what she's wearing when she's attacked by the demon and mm -hmm. it's very sheer <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I guess it's sort of a dress shirt. Like, it's a button-up shirt. Yeah, it's a button-up shirt with nice, <laughs> like, frilly cuffs on it. But, like, entirely sheer. Entirely sheer. She has I'm... a tank top, I yeah. believe. I think she has a tank top on. A midriffy cause... tank top underneath this thing. Because I was staring pretty hard, trying to figure out what was going on under the sheer shirt. Which, mm -hmm. you might say really makes it sound like it's not sheer if I am having trouble with that. It's pretty sheer. <laughs> it managed to stay pretty unbloodied through this demon attack, which I guess is good. Yeah, great times. Anya's apartment's been wrecked up. Whatever, you know. Yeah, She's part know. of the team again. Yay! Wacky. And she good. casually mentions how Dawn is completely useless. So, smash <laughs> cut to Dawn. Uh, so you've called this elf hair. Yeah. I've called it Dawn of the 70s. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> I feel like this shirt is like a very 70s color and pattern. Yeah, I would it's say so. It's like pastel pink and then like this yellow that's, I guess it's more of a gold. And, and then there's brown and light blue and sort of looks like. This is like an area rug from yeah. a, a downstairs of one of my <laughs> friend's basements, you know, as you I know? was growing up. Yeah, so it's and not their parents great. decorated it in the seventies. Yeah, and I see, I see why this reminds you of elf hair mm -hmm. because she's basically just got like the two sort of front pieces of her hair twisted and then clipped back, which and I do it's like. Very, it's very elfy though, mm -hmm. in like a nice way, like an Arwen way. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so she is getting ready to talk to the boy RJ. Oh, it's gonna this go gonna be painful. One hundred percent great. <laughs> <Painful>. And. <laughs> Smash cut to Lil Ricky or oh. Ricky, one of either Garfunkel or Oats. <laughs> Which is what I've called it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Garfunkel or Oats. <laughs> she is young here. She is so oh young. My She's just a little baby. Oh, how young is she? She was born in 79. This is 2002. 2002. So what, she's 23? <laughs> 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 oh, classic Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> 23-year-old teenagers, as far as the eye can see. Uh, fun fact, the dude playing RJ is 10 years older than Don and two years older than Buffy. Oh! So he is not young. Oh! Uh. He's supposed to be like 17. Yeah. So I've got a picture of the other cheerleader, mm -hmm. and... You will not understand this reference. Not much of our... In... <laughs> not much... <laughs> Of are in in I'm send you, on you. I'm gonna send you a gift. Oh, man, I mean, I understand. I understand why you can't parse the sentence. Not much of a rind on you. Yeah. So. Oh. Who the this, is this is Westworld. Oh. <laughs> this actress plays Clementine in Westworld. Oh. Uh, and one of the things that Clementine says when you go into the whorehouse is not much of a rind on you. So when I look at her, gotcha. <laughs> that's what I okay. Think. Yeah. <laughs> Everything makes a hundred percent more sense now. <laughs> 
was like, he's never going to be able to parse this stupid sentence. (laughs) Especially when you don't put spaces in anything. Yeah, yeah. Who needs spaces? Right. So there's this group of a couple cheerleaders. Riki has broken her leg. A a vending machine fell on her, apparently. (laughs) Which, I mean, did the other girl push onto her? Potentially. Who knows? I think that this episode has shown that to be true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there's these two people. There's the RJ, the handsome footballer, and his cocky friend slash frenemy. Definitely frenemy. Like, Mm -hmm. fellow footballer, but quarterback. What's the word I want? Aspirations? (laughs) Yeah. Aspiring quarterback. Quarterback competition. That's what I'm saying. Hey, there you go. Almost alliteration, too. Cool. Yeah, I was getting there. Man, the way that Dawn says quarterback, I can't even do it. Did you hear her say, she said like quarterback. I don't even know. <laughs> like, it was so weird. The quarterback is the most important member of the team. That's how they say it down in Sunny D. Quarterback. I guess so. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so right. Don is going to do some cheerleading trials. It Ugh. didn't go great in the first season when they did it, but it's it's cyclical. You know, we're having a great time with the cyclical nature of things. The cuts, the deepest of cuts. She has Buffy's old cheerleading uniform outfit and like, thing. Would this fit her? <laughs> Isn't Buffy very small? <laughs> right? Isn't Don much, much bigger than Buffy used to be? And not in like a fat way. No, no like, just like way taller. We're going to see how good of shape Michelle Trachtenberg is in in this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's later. very spicy. Yep. But yeah, she just like these clothes, I don't, I wouldn't fit her because she's much taller than Buffy. So the Anyhow. cheerleading tryout happens. It doesn't go well for Don. She no. embarrasses herself in front of everyone, including RJ? Question mark. Who, who cares? He seems more. Mortified because her cheer is about him. Mm, yes, that's yeah. very much the case. It's it's uncomfortable for everyone mm-hmm. involved. Yeah. So let's go into our first segment. Why not? Cool. Conspiracy corner. I'm the crypto zookeeper, true believer, unicorn chasing, sense our seeker. I'll accept what I cannot see, but the feeling goes too much for me. <laughs> oh, we're finally here. Uh, yeah, we're we're at a part of here, I'd say. Yeah. We're still good. not talking about rituals necessarily, but... No, you know, we'll get there. Yeah. We're on the track to do so. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk briefly about a conspiracy that interests us without going too deep down the rabbit hole. Michaela, do you have a particular favorite in mind? My favorite conspiracy is the conspiracy that Avril Lavigne is dead <gasps> and has been... <laughs> I forgot about this one. Yeah. And that she has been impersonated, I suppose, by a lookalike, like a body double for years. And this is why she has not been making any music. Okay, so when was she supposed to die? I'm gonna Google it. Oh, oh, or that one, oh, the conspiracy that Finland isn't real? Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) This this is like, (laughs) calling that an actual conspiracy is a bit of a stretch, right? (laughs) There's a subreddit about it, so I mean... (laughs) Yeah, but people don't actually believe that Finland doesn't exist. (laughs) Or if some people do, they have been tricked by unkind others. I suppose. Okay, so apparently the conspiracy theory is that Avril Lavigne was replaced by a lookalike named Melissa in 2003. Which is like a long time ago. I've just got to ask like, qui bono, right? (laughs) Yeah. Who benefits here? It doesn't make any sense. Who Who is really winning from making the public think that Avril Lavigne is not dead? And so this article on The Guardian that I found about it uh-huh. <laughs> is from 2017 when I guess this idea resurfaced. Yeah. I think that's probably when I when I heard about it. And, like, I don't really know at all who this benefits or, like, (laughs) I guess. So, I think the idea is that she was struggling with fame and, like, didn't want to be famous anymore. But the record company still wants to make money off of her. Uh And so, then... It's in the record company's best interest. No, the record company, they, like they are the publisher, they get the right. majority of the money. Yeah. And then if she yeah. dies, like part of it goes to her estate, sure. But the record company doesn't get any more money unless Melissa's a real rube. I suppose she would be. But <laughs> yeah, like you've got so much bargaining power in that position. When you learn anything about what sort of money they're making off of you, you're just like, oh, wait a minute. I could be getting more and I'll tell everyone that Avril Lavigne died and I'm not actually her. I'll go talk to her parents or something. 
But don't you love the straws that people grasp at oh, for things like this? Absolutely. Theorists also believe Melissa has left clues in songs, <laughs> such as Slipped Away, in which she sings, The day you slipped away was the day I found it won't be the same. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's the clue. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Just getting one over on the record company that's <laughs> paying you, I threatening don't. you to yeah. What? Yeah, love it. Okay, that's that's a real good one. I'll <laughs> I'll bring up Flat Earth, which last podcast on the left did a podcast about recently. And yes, they did a couple months ago, maybe. Yeah. Very good. Very good. A lot more anger in the Flat Earth movement than I was expecting, but I think it makes a lot of sense. Well. Because, like, it's it's def- defensiveness, right? Yeah. Like, they don't really have a lot to back it up. So then they just get defensive and angry. And I think that's sort of how it has to be when you're a flat earther. Like, you don't yeah. go there from a place of happiness, right? Oh, did you see the thing about the flat earth cruise? No. There's going to be a cruise in 2020 for all the flat earthers. And, like, do they know how boats navigate? I mean, they know that they just have to go in a straight line and not trust any of these NASA people. Never a straight answer, right? That's what NASA stands for. (laughs) So good. I really love all of the ways that they they have to um, explain away gravity. (laughs) Like the Earth is moving up 10 meters per second per second. It's a disc. It's a disc that's constantly moving up. (laughs) So good. Oh yeah, that's a what a what an interesting idea to come about. Oh man. Oh yeah. I just it's love it, just... especially in this age where it's surprisingly easy to send up a weather balloon for yourself with a camera yeah. attached, like high atmosphere photography, whatever it's called. Right. Surprisingly easy to get a camera pretty high. Yeah, and like... you just take pictures, and like who's yeah. who's messing with the footage? Right? No one. I mean, NASA's everywhere, I think. I I guess. Like, I think they're the main bad guy in this, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. NASA's like, a bunch of shills why? and or lizard men. That's, Is it that's the other thing. <laughs> like, again, Kibono. Well, again, Who's benefiting yeah, from <laughs> tricking everyone into thinking uh, that the Earth is a different shape? At I... what point... <laughs> I think I think the answer is basically always the Jews, unfortunately. Oh, uh, wake up, sheeple. You know? Like, like this is it. Like, it's about controlling people through misinformation. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's that's good times. There It's just so wacky. I do love some of it, and other parts are deeply, deeply sad. <laughs> but a lot of it's just very funny. Because there's that one guy who's really smart and has come up with essentially a new set of physics (laughs) to describe how things work if our assumption is that the Earth is flat. And you're just like, you could be using your intelligence to do other things that might be more beneficial to society as a whole, you know? Mm -hmm. Anything else. No, instead. All right. Good conspiracy corner. We'll be back at some point with our magical realism stuff. It's fine. (laughs) Still got a few episodes left here. Gotta work into it, you know? (laughs) Save it for Angel. Who cares? (laughs) Okay. Uh, We see Dawn's room again. And once again, it is piled with stuffed animals. (laughs) Where does she sleep? Like, where does she sleep? I mean, we've seen that she likes to sort of lie sideways on the bed. (laughs) So maybe she just sleeps like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think that's the only logical answer at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. She shredded Buffy's old high school cheerleading uniform out of shame and anger and angst. So much angst. I have also written angst here because (laughs) at one point Don says, I know his soul. Ah, yes. (laughs) Uh, RJ is the truest soul we've ever known. She is the truest soul I've ever known. Truest soul I've ever known. Truest soul. Truest soul. Oh, shit. He is. Oh, Buffy, your you, your title, it's gone. She's been was usurped. Was it Buffy? Was she the truest soul? Yeah, she was. was. Angel. No, because okay. it was Riley saying it about Buffy to oh. uh, Mags, <laughs> the fishwife. Oh, the fishwife. Here yeah. I thought it sounds like the sort of garbage coming out of Angel's mouth. But oh, it no, does, yeah. It was Cece all along. I mean, isn't Cece sort of like a toned down angel? And there's not that far to go down from Margarine, <laughs> but they found somewhere lower. <laughs> oh, he is more boring than Margarine. You're right. <laughs> Poor Cece. He's not even on this fucking show and we're still mean to him. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> Xander makes a gross comment about wanting to see Buffy in a new cheerleading outfit. Ugh. And like, it, it kind of lands for me a little bit, but also it's horribly gross. And she's, he's saying it to Buffy and in front of her sister. Like, what? Well, we're lucky that this is the grossest thing Xander's going to say this episode. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I will say that Xander uh, solves the case right now. Oh, yeah. He doesn't know that he has. But he basically like, oh, that Letterman jacket just makes a girl fall in love with you. Yep, turns out. Or something to that effect. Pretty much. So yeah, next day, RJ's rival, unnamed, is starting quarterback on the football team. He's bragging about it to RJ. He's like, haha, sucks to be you, buddy. So Don, you know, cash, (laughs) totes cash, as you do, pushes him down the stairs. She's pretty lucky no one saw this. She's she just so lucky that he would believes her. Are you kidding? Right? Like, she pushed him down the stairs. Why would he lie about that? It's such a strange thing to lie about. And, like, okay, so P. Wood shouldn't believe her. It's silly. But at the same time, Buffy should not be in this meeting. <laughs> no, this is a conflict, conflict of interest. of interest. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I don't know why Principal Wood's like, well, that footballman sure is a liar, so (laughs) he must have lied about this one, too. What? Mm. Yeah, it's bad principaling. He's not the best principal. He's the best principal we've ever seen on this show. That's... That bar's low, but yes, that's okay. Is. Yeah. He's still charming. And like, you know, I don't want him to get blowed up. True. Very true. Yeah. So there's that. RJ thanks Don for helping him out by pushing his rival down the stairs. Okay. Like at this point, you're like, RJ's a dangerous, oh, dangerous person. Deeply. Like, he is fully aware that Don did this on purpose mm-hmm. and he is super into it. Yeah, but he's like, also, like, a teen. Do they have a soul guess, at that point? I guess he's a 17-ish year old boy. Oh, uh, yeah, so that's a bad time. So he is a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, like, yeah. Mm, mm, hey, guess what we're going to do? We're, we're going to go to the bronze, bronze and there's going to be live music. Woo! It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. And also, yeah. all of the adults are here with all oh. of the children. Buffy should not be here. She's an old. She's and like she's in a position of authority at the school. Right? And like the students from the school are here. If P Wood was here, like that would be very inappropriate. Whenever Giles was here, we were horrified for good reason. Buffy's the new Giles, yeah. you know? Except that she's much worse than him. She should uh, fucking than, know better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So Willow's here too. Thank goodness we actually see her again. And I mean, I've complained a lot about the Buffy and Willow show. They seem to have learned that lesson and just cut Willow out entirely. Yeah, like last episode or maybe two episodes ago, you were going on about how, like, uh, you know, Willow must have been busy doing something else. (laughs) This just seems to be the new norm at this point. Yeah. Maybe she's still busy. Maybe she's filming two things at once. I I don't know. Mm. So we come to the spiciest part of the episode where I've got spicy and you've got all grown up. (laughs) Uh, uh, So Don's here dancing with RJ. Uh, Dancing's a strong word. (laughs) Writhing on RJ. (laughs) (laughs) Writhing is a good word for it. It's true. Oh, so I really wanted to capture just like the absurdity of this shirt. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's great. It's like... It's very small on one side of her body and then very long on the other. And it's like this weird wavy cut to get down to it and her pants tie up, which is pretty questionable, you know? Yeah. You've captured the amount of makeup she has on. Oh, (laughs) man. Heavy. Heavy makeup. Incredibly heavy. Yeah. So So... Xander leches at her. Pretty hard. He says the words daddy-like, and I'm just puking, right? Mm. Like, I'm on my couch trying not to hit my computer with my puke. It's bad. Willow implies that mommy-like. Everyone is about to be pretty grossed out. Okay, 
And here's something to consider. Mm -hmm. Regardless of whether or not they know this is Dawn, this is a high school person dancing with what is presumably a high school person. And so whether or not it's Dawn, this is not a good person to be attracted to. No. No. This it's not a good club to be in. There's a weird they age not range. Be here. They should make their own adult bar. Uh-huh. You know what? Go to a demon bar. Sure. They're not gonna fuck with you. You're the slayer. They'll probably just leave you alone. Xander, what do you have going on right now? Start a bar. Be the new Willy. That would be oh, amazing. That would be so good. Xander has bartending experience. Yes. Yes, he does from <laughs> Beer Bad, right? Yeah. This is me shouting out to Beer Bad. That's Great. what this podcast has become perfect because we'll go from that high to the high of buffy implying her sister is a sailor's whore wow yeah no she says some very very horrible things to dawn she says the rest of this episode she's glad joyce isn't here to see dawn like this like and then like she full-on just calls her a slut i think yeah oh boy i mean implying that she should go down to the docks to wait for a ship to come in is Pretty rough for your sister, who you are the legal guardian of. And, like, yes, Dawn is dressed provocatively, and Buffy doesn't want her sister to be showing this much skin. And, like, it's fine if Buffy feels that way, but to say these types of things because of how Dawn is dressed? That's crazy. It's insanity. Yeah. I have a picture. I I love it. Okay. Because I did not take enough pictures. There are a couple things. And thank God you picked you captured the bangs that Buffy has. Yeah. They are the worst. They're so bad. What has happened? They tried to give Buffy bangs one other time. It went worse than this. I don't know if you remember. It was in a men's and she had little baby bangs. Mm. But these are also very bad. So what I've captured here is Buffy's face when she sees that it's Dawn dancing with RJ. Right. But I've decided that she's looking at a mirror and this is her face when she sees her bangs. Sees her own bangs. (laughs) And she thinks, what have I done? What are these bangs on my forehead? Realizes what she's become. Oh, yeah. So yes. No, no, no. Dawn gets mad and storms out. She's walking alone late night in downtown Sunny D. Uh, And... Uh, what not much of a rind on you girl there we go got through it this time is here to to yeah. kick her ass and tell her to stay away from rj because they are totally dating dawn's just lucky that this girl isn't actually a robot because mm. this would have gone a lot worse for dawn yeah it doesn't yeah, go super just, great i mean it devolves into hair pulling type fighting mm-hmm. which is yeah not it, it it's short-lived because buffy shows up to break him up buffy shows up she splits up the fight and then gets it's kicked in the shin by a shrill youth. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what are we doing with our lives right now? You're just like, I hope this episode turns around soon. I hope it turns a sharp <laughs> corner in the third a act. sharp corner. Yeah. And then you think, like, could it possibly recover from this? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the things that Buffy says, like, what the uh, fuck yeah. is happening? I don't know, man. Buffy is, like... She's not even under the goddamn spell yet. No. She's just a horrible person at this point. Okay. So RJ's in some trubs, both with P-Wood and with Buffy, but he gets out of all this trouble by putting on his letterman's jacket, and hey, it's magic times. Buffy's sexually attracted to a minor and is about to try to commit statutory rape. I I guess she does? I don't... The the line... She might get in there. I don't know. And like... I don't want to think too much about it. Fair. Bottom you know what? Line it's gross. Is that at the point when they're in the classroom and she kisses him, you're just like, oh, this should have been stopped before now. Oh, yeah. This, hmm. <laughs> so it's gone too far. And maybe back it up a bit, writers. Xander could have burst in before this, you know? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. You didn't capture the square cut shirt? Fuck. Okay. We will have a picture of Buffy's. <laughs> absurd square cut shirt in the show notes i promise you this it's nonsense madness so we're still full on in this buffy wears either white or black Mm, and mm -hmm. when buffy starts wearing black she starts doing bad things (laughs) okay i love it when buffy confronts her sister after school and lies about how rj was talking about dawn and then like just full-on emotionally manipulates her manipulative bullshit it's so good 
It's, you're like Buffy, like, I know you're under a spell, but this is low. Woo! <laughs> Woo! I mean, it works real well. It works so well. Yeah, it's uh, very fast. She doesn't even have to say very mean things that RJ suspo- supposedly said about Dawn. Just that she was a bit too pushy, and Dawn freaks out, and you're like, yeah, nice Buffy, you know how to push them <laughs> buttons. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Oh, and like, she's just like, oh, Don, you know, I just want the best for you and RJ because of your love. And you're like, you're the worst, Buffy. Oh, it's Buffy. the best. Uh, but it's all magic, wacky fun times now, you know. Yeah. Okay. But at this point, aren't you thinking, haven't we done this before? Wasn't that episode much better than this one? It was. It really right? was. And sure, right. Buffy and RJ start kissing the next day. Ugh, she gets on gross. top of him. Xander does break it up. And gross, we, gross. we get a literal flashback to BB and B. And you're like, yeah, no, guys, I, I know that you're doing it again. I'm glad to know that you know you're doing it again. But do you know that you're doing it worse? Why bring it up at all? Just hope that no one remembers because you're doing it worse. (laughs) Or at least be certain that you have a stronger episode. Yeah, like as much as I like to see the quick shot of Joyce, Jenny, and Cordelia <laughs> in in this like flashback to BB and B, and I mean I love Xander's nostalgia face after he comes out of the flashback mm-hmm. and he's like, "Good times." <laughs> and you're like, "Were they?" No, but they were oh, for Xander. Is... <laughs> Yeah, all that's really great, but it just really drives home the fact that this is a worse episode than that episode from, like, five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's fine. It's fine. Spike and Xander, the B-team. But now they're the, the much B-team. worse B team. Because last time when it was the B team, they at least had Oz. Giles and Oz. Oh, two Giles. marginally competent people. Honestly, Spike is the most competent part of the B team. <laughs> he's and he's mad, mad mustache. mustache. <laughs> but like he cracks the case almost immediately. He's amazing at it. He's so good at everything here. <laughs> And I love it. And you know Xander would never have cracked the case. Oh, no, 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 no. Xander's far away. But Xander's like, okay, I used to know RJ's older brother. He beat me up a lot. Lance. Lance. Of course his name's fucking Lance. Used to be a big time jock. Let's go see if he has anything to do with this. I love this sad sack Lance so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He's the best. He's wearing a pizza uniform. He's like (laughs) on the management track at the pizza place. He might as well have opened the door and been like, I peaked in high school. Oh, yes. You know, like that is who this guy is. I really feel like Lance is the Chad of the early 2000s. definitely was. Yeah. Right. In terms of names. Sorry again to all the Chads out there. And Lance's. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But like, he's so excited to see Xander. He wants to talk about high school and how great it was. Uh, The catharsis of a jock that peaked in high school. I didn't even have a terrible time in high school, but I just (laughs) love this so much. On principle, right? You're just like, this is RJ's future and he fucking deserves it. When he says, I I got sort of a rumpus room set up in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) And then we find out that he lives with his mom. He does live with his mother. (laughs) And, And what was she, what was she making? Oh, I don't know. Like pizza rolls or something <laughs> so. to that effect, you know? And he's like really excited about it. And he's like, you guys want to stay for that? It's going to be, it's going to be really great. Get some brewskis, oh, you know? yes. <laughs> Rumpus room. Rumpus, Rumpus room's a room. great term. Oh man. <sighs> that yeah. guy. Super, super good. Yeah. All right. Lance is a high point of this episode. <laughs> for sure. He's just <laughs> so sad, but like I yeah. feed on it, you know? <laughs> So RJ shows up at Shea Summers looking for Buffy or Dawn, Buffy mostly, and the door is answered by Anya and Willow who are trying to research this whole spell thing. They get magicified by the fact that they're near the jacket, which makes no sense, but whatever. And I mean, I like that they're going to get it on these japes. Sure thing. You know, like they're going to bring the fun here. 
Uh, I don't know at what point. I have a couple more pictures. Oh, man, we've missed them all. Okay, so quickly, Dawn, when she finds Buffy and RJ making out in the school, she's blazing again. Oh, that blazer, yeah, yeah, Always blazing, because, yeah, that's how Dawn do. She's just so, like, business casual Mm. for school. Makes no sense. Uh, Willow is rocking what I've called blood spatter. (laughs) Because, like, doesn't it kind of look like... Her shirt is covered with blood. I think it's supposed to be flowers, but you're not wrong. So I think if you look at the entire shirt, it has more of a flower vibe, but the top part of it is very, very bloody. Mm -hmm. And Anya has shown up to be part of the gang wearing a goddamn vest. See my vest, yeah. And she's got a white t-shirt on under this black vest. It's a weird look. Going for sort of a mimey vibe, you know? (laughs) It's pretty mimey. Oh, you love mimes. Mm, Who doesn't? Listeners, you should really send us all of your mime-related art and other paraphernalia. I'm not, like, I'm not afraid of mimes. (laughs) My stance on mimes is that I refuse to play Dungeons & Dragons with a character, a a player character who is a mime. Because Dungeons & Dragons is about talking and mimes are entirely about not talking. I just, like, I want to make a one-shot that's all mimes, except for you, but I won't tell you until you get there uh, that everyone else is a mime, and then you'll probably leave. Yeah. No, but it'll be at your house, oh, so God, what are you going to do? Can't leave. <laughs> you can't leave. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Right. So, Anya and Willow are now also under the spell of the jacket. I am reminded of a line as we get to what Willow's up to right now and how she's feeling about this whole thing. I'm reminded of a line from the movie Lucky Number Slevin. And it goes a little something like this. The first time someone calls you a horse, you call him a jerk. The second time someone calls you a horse, you punch him in the face. But the third time someone calls you a horse, well, you might as well go looking for a saddle. Okay. And I think we, or the show, has been calling Willow a lesbian enough that we just have to accept that she had a very, very brief period of bisexuality on her journey from completely 100% straight (laughs) through one episode of being bisexual when Oz came back and she had conflicted feelings to now when she is 100% lesbian. I think we just, we've got to accept it and say, you know what, we're wrong. The reaction that everyone has to the idea that Willow would be attracted to this male person, like, they're just all like, but, but Willow, no, don't you understand? You hate penises. Right? He's got one of those. What, what are you going to do here? And instead of being like, no, guys, I used to date a male and then I cheated on him with another male person and I was ostensibly in love with both of those people no 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 now i'm just gonna make this man into a woman because that's how much of a lesbian i am yeah you know what we are wrong at this point we are wrong when we even claim that she had anything more than a single episode's worth of bisexuality i think that's what we have to accept i understand we're so wrong like I guess, like, to continue with your horse metaphor, Uh to continue to harp on this is beating a dead horse. Very much so, yeah. Because what else can we say? The show has decided that she is a lesbian. And that's it. I hate it so much. I hate it. I hate it entirely. (laughs) Why was she a bisexual for one episode? I don't know. I don't know. She was confused. That's all. (laughs) Because oh. of the binary nature of sexuality. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's oh let's take a quick moment and go into our second segment here. <laughs> Have a breather. Good. Down with the summoning sickness. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Open up your hate and let them open up Oh, wow. I like everything about that. Jeez. This is not, as it sounds, a Magic the Gathering reference, unfortunately. It does sound a lot like one. I know. Years in the future, Michaela, our our bodies are long discarded. A listener... Do we have robot bodies now? No, 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 no. 
We're, oh. we're ghosts. We're haunting the place up, right? What kind of shitty future is this? Uh, d- 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 oh. d- a, a listener <laughs> far in the future listening to our podcast just right. sits down and decides to summon our spirits, as you do. Wacky times. Right. Right. They draw the pentagram, and they know that they must place an object at each point of the pentagram to complete the ritual in order to summon us. So objects relevant to us. What are the objects they use? Okay. Okay. Dice. Oh, Oh, dice. I think that works for both of us. Yeah. Yep. I mean, for you, it's crochet hooks. I mean, yeah. And I think that that is a better choice than just standard yarn Mm. because I am really more of a crocheter than anything else. So yeah, get them hooks. The summoning circle for me is going to be very expensive. Uh, you're going to have oh, an entire no. VR set up on one of the, the points of the pentagram, which will, that'll ah, run you some money. Oh, it's the well, future. No, it'll be the future. Yeah, it's the future. Yeah, Never what mind. what are you saying? Yeah, it'll cost like 10, ten bucks yeah, or yeah. 10 space bucks. future dollars. Space bucks. Space bucks. Yeah. yeah. One million space bucks. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, right. Uh, my next one is going to be a cat. Oh, Maybe yes. a live cat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't want the cat to get hurt. So, if you think that the summoning spell will injure the cat in some way, then maybe don't use a live one. Right. Yeah. yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Hmm. Good. A uh, tea. Tea works well for both of us. Oh, for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of tea yeah big piles of loose leaf tea we are snobs (laughs) so any old bag tea won't do yeah obviously possibly running shoes i'm not sure oh or oh like a like a fit yeah discarded fitness wearable yeah (laughs) for collecting that data about our weak bodies yeah well all of those will be built in in the future i mean yeah so yeah that's why they're discarded at this point but yeah yeah man we are the same person like three-fifths of our pentagrams were the same that's true yeah that's not good i think there's a fifth (laughs) one for me uh, I mean, a 3D printer wouldn't go too, too awry. Lego. Oh, Lego. Oh, God, it's Lego. Isn't it Lego? It's absolutely yeah. Lego. Oh, I could... Uh, you know what? If you're if you're wondering about things for me, also just some dinosaurs, right? Like little plastic oh, dinosaurs. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there won't be plastic in the future. We'll have used all of the crude oil up. But, you know, whatever. They're making small toy dinosaurs out of in the future. Just dropped a couple of those I mean, there. aren't dinosaurs sort of oil? So... <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm just saying we will have used all of it up. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, if you can find some oil, I think that would work too. It'll be gone, but you're right. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So our listeners in the future know how to summon our spirits when we are long cool. departed. Good. Like, actually, you've just like really kind of, I'm shook a little bit to my <laughs> core. Yeah. Like the idea that we could be dead and someone could be listening to this mm. has like something about that has really like, I don't know. This is your There's, legacy. like a mortality. This is my legacy. Make it count. Oh man, I guess we're gonna live forever. Is that is that the intent here? No. Oh, through our voices, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, our voices will live yeah. forever. I don't want to live forever. Well, no, no, no. Unless I have a robot body. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. And then, oh, think how fast we could run. Robot legs, man. With our robot legs, yeah, yeah and climb with our robot arms. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty nifty. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. Yeah. All right. right. We do split screen for the first time in Buffy history. <laughs> we have four That's infatuated jinx. women here, and they are going to do four ridiculous things. We talked about them earlier. Dawn's going to kill herself by laying on some train tracks. Oh, I don't want to call that ridiculous. I want to call it real sad. Buffy's going to kill Principal Wood with a rocket launcher, which is ridiculous Hilarious. and fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anya's going to rob some banks, which is the most japes. And then Willow's <laughs> going to do some magic to turn RJ into a lady so she can be with her forever. Anya's not only going to rob some banks, but she's going to do it and not get caught. <laughs> like, she's going to very successfully oh, rob yeah. some banks. Oh, well, she's got a balaclava, right? <laughs> That's true, right? Yeah. She's basically invisible. Oh, it's so good. So, yes, the fucking shot of P. Wood sitting in his office, listening <laughs> specifically to a CD of easy listening music oh it's such easy listening and like you know he's the principal he's working late and there's buffy getting out of her fucking jeep just in the background blurrily you see buffy aiming the rocket launcher and then spike just coming in with the flying tackle And it's the back and forth across the background yeah. of them running after each other, fighting their way across the backdrop. And then, like, Spike getting the rocket launcher and just awkwardly having to sprint away from her with it. Oh, hilarious. Uh. <laughs> 
Oh, so good. A thousand times yes to that. So Lance and this scene really make the end of the episode shine yeah. for me. <laughs> You just forget what happened up to there. Because nothing else <laughs> happens up to there. No, it really doesn't. Yeah. Right. So Buffy hears that Dawn's going to kill herself on the train tracks. Sp- Xander and Spike have already stopped Willow from doing the whole magic thing. They're all going to go save Dawn. They do. There's some train japes involved. <laughs> Well, I don't know if I want to call them train japes. I'd say Buffy jumping on top of the train and, like, using that to get to Dawn faster than the train hits Dawn. That's what I'm calling train japes. She's pretty lucky that the second train was there. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Like, they were in a car. Mm -hmm. Why didn't they just drive the car closer to Dawn? Mm, Good questions all. Cars, Cars are fast. Yeah. Yeah, but they managed to save, Buffy manages to save Dawn in time. And Buffy would rather give RJ to Dawn than lose Dawn, which is sweet for, yeah. I guess. Yeah, there's a spell here. It's like the, That's sweet. It's the nicest thing Buffy's done this episode. This season, possibly. Yeah, in this season, possibly. In two yeah. seasons, possibly. Yeah. And they're all sort of like, hmm, you know, maybe it is a spell. Like, right? <laughs> it's starting to get through to them that, yeah, things are maybe a little wackier than normal. The quick shot of RJ walking with Ricky <laughs> and Spike and Xander jumping him and stealing the jacket off his back and then just sprinting away. I love that Xander's like, okay, you know the plan, right? <laughs> and Spike's like, I think I got it. And then they just go and rip the jacket off him and run away. <laughs> That's it. That was the plan. It's fucking great. It's a good plan. It works. Yeah. It, it's just, it's fantastic. And then they burn the jacket. Yep. Easy peasy. Easy yeah. peasy. Anya stole a lot of money and she is getting <laughs> so away much. with it from like a lot of yeah. banks, apparently. You know, she's she's spreading the wealth. She's taking everyone out for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Everything's just hunky-dory. <laughs> oh, delightful. Oh, Michaela, boy. you didn't <laughs> like this episode. I had a better time with it than I expected to. But looking back, I see that really it is just the last 10 to 15 minutes. This is it. I had such a bad time for like 75% of it. And like, I knew that it was going to be fun at some point. And it took too long to get there, I think. It did. Because too much of it is just like Dawn being obsessed with RJ before we know for sure that it's a spell. Yeah, it takes so long. It's just teen angst and like... Oh, you're Dawn's young, so she this is her first crush and she thinks that it's the end of the world if he doesn't like her back and like don't you all remember what it was like to have your first crush and you're like I don't give a shit about this. Right? Yeah, man, when Buffy is trying to comfort Dawn, you might say counsel her mm-hmm. and she says something like I'm sure it feels that way to you. <laughs> just like completely invalidating Don's feelings. Oh, yeah. You're just like, wow, I'm glad this is your job now. All right, Michaela. This episode, including credits, is right. 42 minutes and 41 seconds long. So 42 minutes. Sure. The moment where Buffy falls in love with RJ. So I would say the first moment that we really get an indication that anything is happening in this episode, because that's the first time where the audience is actually told, hey, this is something more than just a single teen crush. 21 minutes in. Oh my God. Literally I was going to guess that it was halfway yeah. in. And you're like, yeah, that means there were 21 minutes where nothing happened. Yeah. Insane. Right. So, so that's, 99 out of 144. <laughs> that's uh, obviously where... Which is, like, too high, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, I'm reading all the titles of the things that are under this, and I'm like, mm, not great. Mm, I see. <laughs> What's above and below it? Can we know those? So, directly above is Hell's Bells. Oh, which right. Is Dumb. very unfair. Yeah. We had, yeah. Directly below is Buffy versus Dracula, mm-hmm. which is also pretty forgettable. Yeah. yeah, I've, again, forgotten all of the things that happened that I didn't already know going into it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we talked about this at the time, but The Weight of the World, which is season five, episode 21, mm-hmm. is 101 out of 144. <laughs> and wow. I think that's the episode that Buffy just spends being in a comma. Yeah, it is. Right? It is. And, like, that's the episode before The Gift. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What a fucking... The Gift is, like, top ten, right? It's, like, the number three. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. That's rough, guys. Wow. I mean, they chose to make Buffy go into a comma for the second last episode of the season. (laughs) 
for not great boy. reasons, generally, either. No. Yeah. No. Okay, so that's how no. we felt about it. Before we go on to Teeks, let's pick a quick winner. Um. Not RJ, if Lance is anything to judge by. Right? RJ's fucked now without that jacket. Mm-hmm. His life was so easy up to now. Like, all the girls he knew would just kind of do his homework yeah. for him. And he never had to try to be charming. And yeah, so he's he's in some trubs. I would maybe call this a Spike win. Spike, yeah. He gets a closet to live in with Xander. and Like, he doesn't have to live in the fucking basement. Yeah, that was the making basement. him, yeah, clearly mad pistache. He saves the principal. Mm-hmm. He solves the mystery. Yeah. Yeah, this is a solid Spike win. He just helps Xander get and destroy the jacket. Mm-hmm. Like, he's very useful. He's incredibly useful. Yeah. Yeah. We don't learn who did any of the stuff with the jacket, which is similar to the first episode, and that there's just a bunch of, well, this thing came from somewhere, and it's literally unimportant where it came from. Well, we learned that it was passed down through, yeah, like, generations. generations. So finding out where it came from actually sounds very difficult. True. And, like, the amount of hand-waving they would have to do to explain how they figured it but out. But that's a problem that they wrote themselves into. Yeah, for sure. And I'm saying, like, for they sure. could have written it differently where, yeah, this was a more traditional Buffy episode, but they did not. I mean, if they make it that, like, RJ made a wish, but he didn't mean for it to be this, mm-hmm. then it's literally just BB and B. Right? <laughs> I mean, it already basically is. That is. From the other side, though, right? Yeah, which, I suppose that's Which means true. that we missed the setup. Yeah. Oh, boy. Michaela, what was the best outfit from this episode? I am uncomfortable <laughs> picking Don's spicy outfit. I am also uncomfortable with that. Although Michelle Trachtenberg, I believe, is over the age of 18. Sure. She is playing a high school and student. And she's still pretty so young. So I don't, yeah, I don't want any of that. Ah, God, I hate her blazers. Mm-hmm. Mm, Buffy's hate got those, those sunglasses. sunglasses. Buffy's got those bangs. Buffy's uh, got that square cut white shirt. <laughs> Fucking everyone looks dumb. Willow's actually looking not bad. I think Willow's gone like fancier than she needs to, but I like it. I think she's also maybe rocking those extensions. Mm. Cause I don't know that she had this much hair. Her shirt that looks like you know? it has a vest integrated as pretty wicka lesbian. <laughs> but you know what? At least when Dawn is the Dawn of the 70s. Mm, yes. She's got her cute little elf hair. And the colors work fine on her. They're just, the pattern maybe is dated or like the combination together. Yeah. But I think she looks cute in it. Fair enough. And like a teenager should. So I'm going to go with that. All right. That sounds good to me. Michaela, what do you think Teeks, Taylor Kingston from Australia, our favorite IMDb reviewer, <laughs> called the review for this episode oh no the one where Mm -hmm. everyone loves rj pretty close the one where buffy and dawn fall for the same guy okay so that's yeah we're not crazy out of touch with reality yet you know i'll say no i love this episode it's so interesting and that's where uh, (laughs) we've sort of fallen at the first hurdle here unfortunately yeah we've left reality behind in this episode dawn falls for a guy at her school he is the perfect guy he's good looking he plays on the football team and he can get any girl he wants and he chooses to go out with dawn but she acts a bit slutty at the bronze which i whoa where buffy is and buffy embarrasses her in front of the guy but sort of not really rj doesn't even see that anyway but then buffy and he make out later at the school and dawn walks in (laughs) There's so much (laughs) left out of this. Yeah. Wow. Everyone is falling in love with this guy. And Don and Buffy go to great lengths to prove their love. Don is going to kill herself by being run over by a train. Buffy is going to kill the principal. And Willow, who is gay, by the way, is going to cast a spell. (laughs) Eventually, Xander and Spike snap them out of their trance, and they discover that it was his football jersey that is causing everyone to fall for him. Oh my god, that's wrong. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I, I'm going to read you a little bit from the Wikipedia article on jersey in brackets clothing. A jersey is an oh, item shit. of knitted clothing, <laughs> traditionally in wool or oh. cotton, with sleeves worn as a pullover as it does not open at the front. So that's, categorically it's so not a jersey, not... it's a jacket. But it's a, such a that's jacket. not the wrongest thing about this review by far. No. Again, you the gotta love it. The idea that Xander and Spike snapped them out of it... <laughs> 
just undersells what happens. I love that that's the first time that Xander and Spike are mentioned, that Buffy falling in love with this guy isn't really mentioned. Yeah. It's good. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Eight out of ten. <laughs> actually, I'm actually like that's low for teeks. That is low for teeks. It's or like mid, I guess, for teeks. Pretty high for this episode. Uh, other this episode's poorly rated. Yeah. Yes. Other reviews are rip off, and to make things worse, a rip off of something uh-huh. good, which is yeah. yeah, that's true. That's accurate. Yeah. Six point seven on IMDb oh, yeah. is. Very low for a Buffy episode. There's a 7 out of 10 that's titled Just Watch the Last 15 Minutes. I haven't read more of it, but that is fully accurate in my mind. It's like yeah, a yeah. 7 out of 10. It, it's way, it's higher in the back 15 minutes, but way lower in the front 15 or front half hour. So yeah, yeah I think yeah. I agree with that most fully. <laughs> oh man. How oh, teaks never change. Never you know? change. Never fucking change. GD. Michaela, what do we have <laughs> coming up next time on Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Oh, okay. So Is it a very special episode? <laughs> so Do we see Kit and unnamed <laughs> Latin Extra again? We we do not. Now, this is a thing I'm gonna start doing to you. Oh. And I I should have been doing it before now, so I do apologize. Next episode, you're going to see a familiar face. God damn it. Now, what does that mean? Oh, that's it such bullshit. It means almost nothing. Okay. <laughs> because, like, it could be uh, someone that's been on this show before. Oh, no. It could be God. an actor that you know is going to be in this show who would be a familiar face to you, but you don't know when they're going to show oh, up. God damn it. <laughs> now, that's not the crux of the next episode. Okay. So initially my mind goes to either Amy or Felicia Day. It could mean fucking It could anything. mean Giles. So- it could mean literally any other actor. <laughs> it's the best. I'm going to do it to you as much as God possible. God damn it. Throughout the what, rest what's of the, the episode, episode called? The rest of the Did season. you tell me? No, I didn't. The episode is called Conversations with Dead People. Oh. Okay, so I I wasn't sure if I was going to tell you this or not, but I think I Uh am. So you and I are going to... I've I've planned ahead more than we usually do, okay? So for this episode and a future episode, I've already told you we're potting in person. Not including the final episode of the season, because, you know, of course it's going to be highly rated. One of the episodes is the best episode of the season, and the other is the worst. Oh, delightful. And they happen and they happen to be episodes 7 and 14, which are very nicely placed <laughs> throughout the season to like, you know, have us pod in person about a third of the way okay. <laughs> through the season. So this is either the best episode or the worst. Again, not including uh 722 because that's like the series finale. So I don't want to count it in like the ratings, you know. Conversations with dead people. I'm going to wager uh I am 55% certain <laughs> that oh, it boy, is the best it. episode because I hear that <laughs> name and I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of familiar. And thus, I think, best episode. 55% certain. It's interesting because what I've done is if this is the best episode coming up, then you've up, just told me. Then you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm fully you aware. You know there's going to be a piece of shit. And this is why I considered not telling you, but I think it's more fun to tell I like you. It. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm either very excited or not excited <laughs> at all. Who's to say? <laughs> okay. So familiar face, conversations with dead people, either the best or the worst episode of the se- <laughs> series. Yeah. Or season. No, no, not season. series. Sorry. Not series. Season. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, right, DMP was like, worst of the series. Yeah. Okay. Right. And so like grain of salt there, but the bad episodes in this season, you know, we just had a 99 out of 144. Yeah. So like that's firmly in the bottom half. Oh man. <laughs> and like, that wasn't the worst episode of the season. I'm just like, I'm so thrilled. Like we'll, <laughs> I know that you told me otherwise, <laughs> but surely Nancy comes back next episode. Surely <laughs> Kit and unnamed Latin extra come back next episode. Surely. I- Surely the thing that they did at the first two Um, episodes where they had a girl being killed in darkest Istanbul and like Berlin, surely that comes back, right? Like they've just done so many things this season that I'm like, I I don't understand. Fundamentally do not understand. Yeah. And like they've waited too long. To explain it to you. Oh. By, like, they've waited episodes and episodes too They long. need to either do a girl dying per episode. Yeah. Or they need to not Fucking do it. explain some shit. Yes. Yeah. 
It's very weird. It's so bizarre. Yeah. I don't know, the man. The choices that they made. All right. Well. So, like, if I had been clever, before we watched Selfless, I would have told you that you were going to see a familiar face next episode. Selfless. Because De Hoffren right. and Hal Freck were both in that episode. Yes. <laughs> so that would have been true. Yeah, it's true. Okay. Yeah. So, retroactively doing that. <laughs> All right. Going forward, it could mean fucking anything. Well, that's, that's very <laughs> exciting. It's, it's so exciting. Until then... <laughs> Our listeners can always find our pictures up on Facebook, including, I promise, a picture of the square cut top that is trash that Buffy wears. You will also find us via email, beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com, or you can find us individually on yy.com, which is a Chinese Twitch competitor, and I'm on there at NN. Michaela? I'm on there at why, why not? Very nice. And make sure to hashtag all of your live streams. Welcome to the Hellmouth, so we know you came from the show. And until next time, farewell, farewell from, from the, the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no.